it's not like I don't live stream Twitch all the fucking time. So. You do live stream. You don't do it all the time. No, I used to do it more. Got to get back on that, dude. That's why you're here. Promote, to promote myself. This is yeah, a, a, selfless, exactly a selfless promotion. You're here because I know you and because you are a <laughs> Twitch streamer. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what's up, buddy? Uh, a very very busy boy you gotta talk louder i'm a, I'm a busy boy i'm a busy yeah. boy i bet buying a house is busy it is there's a lot of things that go into it it's very grown up it, it scares me um it's a lot it, well maybe scared's the wrong word it's a lot to handle i feel like yeah like that's all like that's a lot of money that goes involved in that it is and it was a lot of money down and it's gonna be a lot of money paid in interest on 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 all, on everything really what uh what's your how long are you supposed to be there for uh i I think it just the base 30 year mortgage god you guys want to live in williamsport that long Mm, i could sell (laughs) this house for a lot more than i bought it for already it's pretty cheap though up there it's not bad it's not bad you got a lot of fucking space too yeah yeah no it's 1700 square feet we we pay we i would say we paid a lot for it but it was like it wasn't like too much you know no it was it was manageable. It was manageable. God, but you have your own fucking house now. You're making a lot of big boy steps. I, I am getting married. Have your who, own house. Who would have known, bro, that it was no, me? <laughs> me, bro. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome everybody. This is the bona fides, but we're trying something a little different today. We are. This is a special episode, I guess, because I'm trying something new. It's called. And uh, I might change this. I might regret this, but it is called a bona fide interview. How do you think about that? What do you think about that? It kind of kind of turns me on. I'll be honest. Does with it? You. Yeah. You yeah. fuck with it? I yes. kind of like it too. A lot. Yeah. So I had this. I had this idea driving around yesterday, and I was like, nobody's doing this. I mean, not to like the. I mean, I mean, maybe there is some people doing it out there, but I don't see it online a lot. Nobody like interviews. I mean, people do interview streamers, but they interview like the big ones. Yeah, and like I feel they, like you got to hit yeah. those middlemen too. Yeah, we, uh, the ones that the ones that get like three, four views every stream, they deserve they deserve some love too. Exactly, they got to get their name out there somehow. So why don't you introduce yourself? Well, well, I'm I'm Levi. Uh, I'm I'm Crawford and Alex and Nate. Um, well, more more of Alex and Crawford's best friend from school. Let's be honest here. We already yeah, know. We we went to college together. Yeah, it was the, it was the best four years of my life. I found I found uh, the two loves of my life, all, along with uh, Rachel, my fiance. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but those were the best times. Best times. But, yeah, yeah. Why don't you? Why don't we talk? How about this? How about we talk about how we met? Because okay, when we first met, you hated me. <laughs> I wouldn't say I hated you, bro. I didn't hate you. you. I. I was intimidated by you, you know. I didn't know who you were at first. That, I was dating dude. a girl who was like, it was like friendly with you, you know. And I wasn't in the, I wasn't in the right mindset to like, know, like, because I, I didn't have experience with girls, you know. Let me just tell you that, that is like the biggest compliment that you were intimidated by me. I love that. I, I appreciate I, that. That is awesome because I don't hear that very often, you're and welcome. it's nice to hear. <laughs> it went away pretty quick. I'll, I'll say that, but. Well, when did it go away? Because I remember, I remember most of that night. I remember. I, I feel like it was when when we were once we actually like dr- drank and we were like drunk together and we actually had some good conversations. It was like, bruh, <laughs> fell in love with this guy. You know, who would have known? I remember. You no, know, you know what I specifically remember about that night is, I don't know if I've talked about this before, but we went to that party. Was it on Vine? Yes. It was on Vine. So it was the so, it was that Hall- it was Halloween, right? Yeah, it was that Halloween party. It was yeah. before I even transferred to Penn College. Yeah. And uh we went to a party on Vine and I just remember it was so funny cuz when we first got there, I I mean as I mean some of you probably know I still smoke, but I don't smoke cigarettes to the extent that I used to back then. So the first thing I did when I got there was I asked to bum a smoke off of some guy. <laughs> uh, not my proudest <laughs> moment. But everybody went inside, and I'm out there smoking, and I just like, you know what? I'll get in there later. And uh, Couldn't you knock it in? Yeah. So I didn't get in, and I started knocking on the door, and everything got real quiet. And I guess because the way I was dressed, I was supposed to be like this uh, 
rich like businessman kind of like person and i was with a friend of ours and she was dressed as like a maid it was supposed to be like a group kind of thing but from the drunk people inside they thought i looked like a cop so (laughs) like an undercover coppers (laughs) yeah i mean do you remember this i do do you remember wait do you remember being in the house do you remember what happened did you guys like walk out because the party ended after that it it was was weird weird. we were we were in there and then all of a sudden someone said that there was there was a cop or something like that in there and then it just all went silent and then we were all looking around like where the fuck is crawford we got to get out of here and crawford was nowhere to be found and then i think we went outside out back or something like that and we found you eventually but i don't i don't remember all of that night because it was it was a good night i'll be honest with you i was drinking it but (laughs) you don't have the best track record with halloween parties though no i don't i think my best one was where i dressed up as a mad hatter that was the one where i did not throw up and die afterwards was that the first one was that when I we were freshmen that, that was the first one because then the because my sophomore year was when you came yeah yeah well the one i remember the most is the one where you threw up bro that was the third one. Oh, that was because we like we bounced around from a lot of places because none of us were 21 yet mm-hmm. so we couldn't do like the bar shit and we bounced around a lot was and, that the one uh, where i threw up in the candy bowl yeah I thought that was St. Patty's Day. Well, that was... Oh, that was another time where I threw up on your guys' carpet. Did you throw up on our carpet at PCT Patty's? Yeah. I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't admit to it. I cleaned it up. Where? On the floor. On the carpet. Yeah, but like in someone's room? Because I had carpet in my room. Uh, I was on the couch. And so it was in the, the living you room. You threw up on the black couch? No, not on the couch. On the floor next to the couch. Oh, Jesus, dude. No, but the candy bowl, the uh, Halloween. That that was so funny because we got back and you weren't saying a word and just out of nowhere you just threw up everywhere. <laughs> it was it was like gross, but it was it it was it was wild. It was such a it, I don't know. We've had a <laughs> we've had a lot of weird times. I'm trying to think. Uh, I mean, Jesus, just this past fucking. Oh, at what at the beach? No, when you came to the bachelor party, bro. Oh my god. Yeah, you guys were talking about that. I was waiting for my name to come up during that in that one episode. Bro, what the? <laughs> Dude, you were just in the mood to drink, and you were you were wild and loose with it. Yo, I... So I I kept throwing up, and granted, I was on the I was throwing up on the wrong side of the air mattress. Well, okay, yeah, tell... Why don't you, why don't you tell the story from the beginning? Like, when you... Sh- like, what'd you do when you showed up? When I got there, I was like... I got I got my scrumps. I'll be I'll be honest with you. I got my undies, and then I ran over and I uh, I gave I gave Nate a little na- lap dance, you know. Yeah, you did. I, I gave him a little strip tease. Let him grip up. Let him grip up the cheeks. When he gripped up my cheeks, I remember specifically my hairs or my butt cheek hairs going in between each and each of his fingers, and it was wow. magnificent. It was great. Jesus. Yeah. Um, so I got there and I did, or I, I did the strip tease for him and then I, I got out my little, it wasn't even a lot. what was it? A little bottle of captain yeah, or Jack or something like that. It was like and, one of those like half ones. And I started sipping on that. And then I, uh, what the hell is that called when you, when you kind of pour some in another person's. So we have a name for it. We call it dickling. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. We, we we call it dickling when we fuck with someone's drink like that, yeah. Yeah, so I, I dickled Alex, and I poured about half of what was in there in there. And then I was drinking Alex's like concoction of bullshit. I didn't even know what was in it. I started drinking his thing. And then we went up to the, to the porch. I don't know how you guys saw it, but it, a little, it was a little, uh, little boring there. So I was trying to spice it up, you know? I was trying what to... What you mean? Bro, you guys were watching the, the, the fight where we were all watching the fight. And then when the yeah. fight ended, everyone went to bed. And I was like, I, did I just drive two and a half hours for everyone to go to fucking bed? That's well, so here's, here's the issue. And this is the issue that we've run into before with our beach trips and the issue that I hope to avoid with our next one. Yeah. Uh, we drink way too early. Like we, <laughs> we start drinking at like 11. And then everyone's just fucking <laughs> Beat. burnt by the end of it yeah because by that day too we were playing this game um i forget 
I forget what they call it, but they uh, you put like two beers. Well, you get four beers. There's two teams of two, and you get a and you have like a uh, like a like a bench, um, not a bench table, but it's like you know one of those like like with those outside tables or whatever. Yeah. You can use any kind of table, and you put a yeah. beer on each end, and you get a ping pong ball, and you try to hit it, and then if you hit it, the person on the other side of the team. One of them has to drink the beer, and then the other one has to get the ball and touch the table, so that person mm-hmm. starts stops drinking, and then the first one to finish the beers win. So we were playing that all like all day, and fucking um, our two friends, they were just running the table. I don't want to say their names because I'm not sure if they're like down yeah. with it or not, but yeah, they were just running it. So when you got there, everybody was fucking twisted. Well, and half like, of them were asleep. Yeah, on the so, couch. Nate was I mean Nate wasn't drinking that much but Alex is a veteran so he's fine he can he can go forever yeah, and then I I've no learned how to pace myself I so have I was able no you haven't cuz you don't drink enough so uh, back to where we left off we yes. we went up to the porch yeah and I I'll be honest at that point I was I was feeling it. I was. I was. Yeah, little, you were. I was, okay. I was a little tipsy. I'll be honest with you. I thought you'd be okay because you eaten, but continue. I ate a whole fucking pizza before get before leaving to come there, and then, um, Alex, he had a Bud Light, and I was like, "Yo, get me a Bud Light and I'll shotgun it." So I shotgun that fucking Bud Light, and I never did that before. And your boy did good. Yeah, it was good. You watched. You had it. a lot of confidence. You I had did. A lot of confidence I did. And I don't know why I did, but I did. But um, after that, I went. I had to piss real bad, and I don't know. I don't remember pissing, so that's that's concerning. Um, I don't remember you going to the bathroom either. Man, no, maybe I did. I think I did in the middle of the night, but then I tried to, and I threw. Up. But regardless, so um, I got down these two steps after stumbling down them. And then I threw up the entire pizza. It was, I, I saw the, the red peppers that I saw because it was a margarita pizza. And I saw like the cheese and it smelled bad. And it was just, it was terrible. It was the worst, th- worst feeling, um, worst feeling ever. So I laid back down on my little air, air mattress and then all fucking night. And you know, you know me, your boy is the worst when it comes to throwing up bro i'm the loudest i am like i sound like i'm dying yeah i'm like it was bad we we were all sleeping out there that night we heard it we so and i was freezing too so i was like trying to stay cozy or cozied up there and it it we we were doing our best we were doing our best but so i was throwing up so there's a the way that the deck worked or the this porch is it was tilted and i i was throwing up on the once the higher end of the porch so it would go under the air mattress and then down to or down over the ledge. And so I was literally just laying in an air mattress that was just covered in throw up. <laughs> I don't even know why you guys didn't like switch spots or like go inside. Well, there's and no fucking room, dude. Lay, like lay somewhere else. I don't know. But it was nice I, sleeping outside, though. There was just like I said, there's no fucking room. It was nice sleeping outside. But um, I went... You guys were all going paintballing. I wanted to go paintballing, but like I could not move, let alone go paintballing. So I jumped in the shower, tried to like sweat some of it off, just get something to go in and get some motivation to go get some food or something and eat something. And that didn't work. So I went yeah, to Rite Aid. Rite this Aid. is my favorite part of the story. This is Rite Aid. And, and then I had to drive all the way home, bro. I threw up like five times on the way home i had to pull over to the side of the highway usually usually when i drink with you guys like i'm like five ten minutes from my house but no i was yeah. fucking two out two and a half hours you gotta put that into consideration man you gotta think ahead you gotta think for me bro well, i'm not responsible for you though not yeah, but you could have been like, yo, maybe you shouldn't shotgun that beer. Maybe you shouldn't hey. drink another sip of Alex's concoction. Hey, I was having a good time too that night. That was fun. I do remember that. It was a good time. But we've got a lot of things have happened with us, man. Yeah, we've done a lot of dumb shit. I'm trying to think of another time. Uh beach trip the last two years. Yeah. <laughs> that was some that was Were some- you at our um our Labor Day party? Did you come to that? Was this after school ended? No, it was during school when we had the house. Yeah, yep. 
Oh, with the because we were all playing that stump game. Yeah, like yep. we uh, like the neighbors and everything. Yeah, that was yeah. a good time. We had a lot of good times. But yeah. so let's talk about you and your your Twitch career, if okay. you want to call it that. Yeah. How did you start? Like what? Like what gave you the idea to like start doing this? So back, I his I have it on my on my stream, like on my uh, in my description and everything like that. But so I was watching this game on Twitch. Oh, can you hear that? Okay, no, bad. Um, so I I was watching this. um, I was watching the streamer OPSCT. He's kind of irrelevant now, and Ninja. I know. Oh yeah. Crazy. So Ninja's Ninja's been all around for a lot longer than just fucking Fortnite. So um, well, yeah, because he was the he was like a Halo pro. He was a Halo pro along so he played H1Z1 before or while being or while doing these tournaments and stuff like that. So they so he, he was an H1Z1 streamer and I, I would always watch the best because I would try and try and play like them and do and do the same things that they would do. Um so that kind of is what sparked it, kind of got me interested in doing it. And then in 2016, I think it is, um, like around my birthday, like February, um, I got a computer. I got a computer for my for my degree, so I used it to play video games on, um, and then and also do my homework and shit. But I started streaming um, H1Z1. There was some, there's a bunch of survival games that I, that I stream. And then I currently like, I, so it's, it's been a four year span. I haven't had a lot of success, but I've had some sort of, uh, I have like 500 followers on it. I've got some, some subscribers that I think you're one of them. So that, that's very nice of you to do, but Twitch prime, um, baby. Yeah. Twitch prime. Uh, but I total, I have had seven concurrent subscribers like i have like my my fiance and uh my boss from work like they've done it like 12 or not 12 times and 19 times so it's it's getting there eventually hopefully it comes of something but but yeah i mean that's cool like i've always i mean one of our I mean, one of our game plans here for the podcast is to like uh, expand into different, you know, Mm -hmm. areas of like media and stuff like that. Like, I think a big plan for me, I mean, at least me, I want to have eventually like, um, like shows under us. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I want it to be a brand. Yeah. But I mean, it takes fucking time. Mm -hmm. Like, you just got to, you just got to keep going. You got to keep building. And, um, but yeah, so. I guess so. What that makes that means you've been streaming for like four years, right? Four years now, yeah. Over four years now. So, like, what uh, what are you like mostly playing right now? So right now, I've been playing a lot of Rocket League. Obviously, everyone's playing Among Us, so I've been I've been streaming that a little bit too. Because you gotta you gotta play with us. We've we we've done the phone game version. That'll be really fun. I want to get every, there's a phone version. Did you know that? No. Nah. Yeah, you can get it on your phone for free. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god, you can, we can play together. Like if I'm on computer, you're on phone though. Oh really? You can yeah, crossplay like that? Yeah, yeah. It's just a server, and you and the game's all together, so you can play intercrossing. You oh, just type in the code, so you can get it on. So you get it on Steam, dude. I'm telling you, that game, that game is different. Like it's nuts being like making video games and thinking like this person that put you probably put like probably a month or two into this game. This game went from having no one bought it on Steam to having millions of people buying it on Steam for two fifty, two dollars fifty cents. Just think of that. Yeah. That guy is making. It was. It was one day that it sparked. It. I think it went from zero to like over a million. Yeah, it's actually really crazy. I was actually reading an article on it, and uh, the game actually is like it's from twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. It's twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen, right? Yep. And it was three designers. And like you said, when they released it, like nothing came of it. And I just, I think it's, I think the, the, like the whole, like a lot of the, like, I think a lot of the like gaming world right now is very uh, based on um, like shooters and competitiveness. And like, this is just like a huge different take. 
Yeah. Like it's very, it's like a very social game. You have to lie. You have to like it. it you literally have to be like very good at like presenting yourself and like mm-hmm. disguising yourself. It's it's different, and it's like I think that's kind of why it's so big. Like everybody was playing that like uh, Fall Guys game. Yes, right yeah. before yeah. that, and like I think it's still kind of big, but like this game just came out of nowhere and just knocked them off the fucking top. Like it's it's it's, it's good. It's just such a different idea, and everybody and everybody can play it. It's so yeah. inclusive. It's, it's not like it's there's not like a learning curve or anything like that for it. So yeah, exactly. That's what makes it that's what makes it more people want to buy it and buy things in the game and stuff like that too. But I think I think the influencers like ninja and even all these youtubers like uh pootie pie and just all these different ones they uh them playing the game and and kind of kind of manipulating all all of their friends and stuff like that it's 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 definitely what's what's sparking it off so and yeah it's like it's fun to watch and that's kind of like what i wanted to say about um because you've tried to get me to play um rocket league yes uh, that that is one of the big games that i play so I understand it's like super popular. I get it. Mm -hmm. But like, it's literally one of those games that I think is just so much more fun to watch. There are, there are games that I can say that for, but rocket league, like the repetitiveness of it and the competitiveness of it. It's just like, you're either good or you're not good. Yeah. I mean, you have to learn though. Like, there's definitely yeah, yeah I mean, so there's a learning curve, like, right? Like, I have you eventually I've, get the hang of it. Seventeen hundred hours in the game. Like, you, you definitely have to grind, and I think that's why I'm like so passionate about it because I've I've put the most time into that game to try and be the best at it that I can. Granted, like I take breaks and stuff like that, but um, I think I think that's what that's what makes a game different compared to other games is like the replayability of it. So yeah. In the competitiveness of it. Do you think that, because you do, so what else do you play on stream? Like, have you you done anything else? Like, I know we've played Warzone together when you were on stream. Yeah, yeah. I I streamed Warzone with you guys a couple times. Um, So, like, I I played Among Us. There was, like, some of those just, like, friend games, like Golf with Friends I've played. So, the reason I ask is, I don't know if you, maybe you know this answer to the question or not, but, like, when, so you, you, your main goal is to like grow your stream, right? You want to grow your channel. And absolutely. So do you think maybe for like people out there that want to try to start streaming, do you think the best way to do it is to have a niche, like to be the very best at a game, to be one of the betters or like, cause I know a lot of people like eventually they, they get really good at one game and they, they stream that all the time. And then once they have that big following, they feel like they can do other stuff. Mm-hmm. So do you think that way of like, like being that niche streamer will help you in the long run. Like, do you think that's like a big, like a big part of it? Like being the niche gamer, it's a big contributor of it, but I, I hate that, that, that it is that way though, because like there, like there's people that want to play multiple different games. Like I'd, I'd love to play rocket league. I'd love to play rust. I'd love to play all these different games. Um, but some of these, some of the viewers might not be interested in watching that, or they might not be there for the right reasons. So I think that to get to get an established viewing and then doing that, that's that is the way to do it. But it's unfortunate that it is the way, you know? Yeah. Well, because I mean, I think what you're really going for is you're trying to get because you, you, you can have the viewers that like watching the game. And that's like a that's like a huge portion of it. Like they they can deal like they, they can deal with the streamer, but they like watching how they play the game and like learning stuff. Yeah. But you're really, really looking for the people that like you. Yeah. And you're really looking for the people that uh want to be around you and help being a part of that community and meet people through that uh that avenue. So that's that's when you can start like switching it up. But I I I kind of like where you're coming from because I I do get what you're saying. Like it is unfortunate, but it all depends on if you can grow the people that like you, because if they are just there for the game, you know, it's what it is. They they can watch anyone that's streaming that game. Exactly. And there's so, there's so many. And this, and this could be in, I can't say that I'm good at it because kind of shows that I'm not, but I think the best (laughs) way to, uh, The best way, and, and I've I've seen some of these other bigger streamers say this, and it's and it and it has valid proof or valid points to it that um to get you have to 
kind of like get your friends and family to start start watching you to kind of get like an establishing because then when once those numbers go up then you'll get people that are that are not necessarily relative in your life so you can get people across the nation watching you or across the world watching you or something like that it's just you kind of have to get a good get the start to do so it yeah it's it's weird that um i mean i'm i'm kind of at fault for this too and you probably are as well but like there's something about seeing like those big numbers Mm -hmm. and it's like oh this person must be really good at what they do you know what i mean and then like, I feel like the more time you spend on the website, like you start like branching out and like, you'll find those people who maybe like aren't as high numbers, but you still like them yeah. and like, you still like hanging out. Um, I'm not much of like, I don't like going in there and like um, chatting though. I've never been one of those kind of people like, and me and like more well, power that, to that you, could- you, but like, I've never been like, I, I don't really care. You know what I mean? No, I know. But that, but it could, it could help that streamer in a sense to, if you like, instead of them just sitting there playing the game, you're typing, you're talking, you're doing whatever you're getting them, you're asking them questions and then they're getting more interactive, which could then in turn be more entertaining for you and for other people. That's true. No, I get it. I, I mean, I, I don't, I, I'm not like coming from this like perspective of like, I don't know why people do it. I get why they do it. It's just like, maybe it's just like not me. Um, yeah. But do you like, okay. So another thing, do you like have any like, so like, are you kind of like in this, um, I mean, I guess I want to say like, where are you at with like the whole streaming thing? Are you kind of just like doing it? Ca- you're doing it casually right now, right? I would say casually, not, not as much like I would, when I was in college, I would do it every single night. I would start at the exact same time. I'd do it for, it would range between the hour or amount of hours that I would do it, but I, w- I would do it potentially from like 10 30 PM or 11 PM to, to two or three in the morning. And it it would it would range. Um, that was definitely back in school. Now I've I've been getting getting into it again, doing it like because now that me and my fiance have like a routine um, of what we do, like she'll go to bed because she goes to bed at like fucking ten thirty. Think I'm going to bed at ten thirty? <laughs> like no, I ain't doing that shit. But um, so I'll I'll come back. Like I'll go up hang out with her for a couple minutes up there and then uh, come back down and start either playing video games with my friends from work or I'll, I'll start streaming like rocket league or something like that. It, it kind of depends on the day because there are some friends from school that I like to play. Um, I like to play uh, among us with too. So there's, there's just, it, it all depends on the night, but I, I am at fault for a hundred percent not being consistent and I would say consistency and having a routine is also a very big part of part of growing your channel too. But like for the people who don't know, you are literally in the middle of life right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you graduated, you got the fiance, you bought a house, you're like working on the house and shit. You're trying to get married. Like you're, you're in the middle of life right now. So like, it's understandable if you're like doing it a bit more casually, but it's just crazy. Like, I just like don't want to do any of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I, I I love I I loved listening to you guys. Like, there was a couple episodes ago where you guys were like, not t- you and Alex were like terrified and trying to come up with reasons why buying a house isn't the greatest option. But then Nate was on the other end, like, no, I want to have something that's mine. And I'm like, I'm with Nate on this one, like. You get like you owning a property or owning something. It just, it's, it's different. And I don't, I guess maybe I didn't see necessarily what your points were with not with renting over, over buying a house or something like that. I don't know. So Alex's viewpoint on that is cause I I'm, I'm not against buying a house. I guess just like, I guess just for me right now, I would never buy a house since I'm just like by myself because it's so much to take yeah. care of. Yeah. But no, like, I, Alex, Alex has seen like videos online where they are like, yeah, you shouldn't do this. And he's like, oh, okay, really? You know what I mean? Yeah. So that he sees, trust me, I know Alex. I'll believe anything he reads for two seconds. He's a special boy. He is. He's an interesting, interesting person. I can't believe, I can't believe we, you know, I wish Alex was here because 
<laughs> I know I say it every fucking time, but <laughs> he, I, I say certain things because every, everyone likes to try and make you feel uncomfortable, but there are certain things that I know I can get under Alex's skin to make him feel a little uncomfortable, you know? You know how I, uh, that one time we went to the beach or to his beach house and then made that, made that comment about, you know, seeing, seeing something, you know? No, you can say it. What'd you see? I, I saw, I saw his cock. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> we were drunk. Granted, I, I will say my, I was visually impaired, but, but this cocksucker, uh, it, he, he denies it to this day. Um, but his dick was the size of my forearm. And I have a decent sized forearm, but he denies it. He he's, he'll sit here all day and talk I mean, and tell you guys on this podcast that he has an average sized dick. But I am st- until he shows me it again in a yeah. non in, in a platonic way. <laughs> until he shows me it again, he still has the biggest dick I've ever seen in person. Well, that's what I was going to say, because like he goes on and on and on, and he makes all these fucking jokes about having such a small dick. But here you are yeah, saying like, you've seen it, and it's not what he says. Why is he lying? You know I, exactly. I mean? that, like, I, that, that's the one thing I got I to gotta say is like I'm sitting here. I've sat back for this whole time. What was it? What is this? 18 episodes or something like that? Yeah, this is going to – well, this is going to be a different thing. But yeah, technically we've made – I've, I've, I've watched – I've listened – to 18 17 episodes and he said it every single time and i'm just sitting here thinking like this guy is lying right to your fucking faces because i've seen everybody. it i've seen it bro i've seen the girth of, of that goddamn organ that's sticking off that boy's body it's such an aggressive word I just, <laughs> you know what i always picture or what i always tried to tried to figure out after seeing it i'm not gonna say any names but how the hell she took it? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's going to be so yeah. mad that we're saying. <laughs> nah, he's, yeah, he's like, it, he's it, like, he's like, okay. He's not great, but he's doing okay. He can just listen to this and sip on that 12th alcoholic beverage he had that day. Oh, he's not that bad. He doesn't, he doesn't drink during the weeks. I mean, he, he 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 doesn't go as hard as he does on the weekends that he does okay. on the weekends. All right, I'll give him that one. <laughs> oh God, I don't know, man. But like I was saying earlier, um, one of the uh, one of the ideas we've had for the podcast is like to eventually, like, if we get like that community, um, to eventually do like a group stream and maybe like make it a segment like of the show. And I've always been super interested in it, but I feel like the uh, I feel like it's like. I feel like everybody streams like there's a lot of people. So it's like, you got to find a way to like get seen stick and, like, out. and like stuff like that, because there's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you keep going and you're consistent with it, like you might get lucky, you know what I mean? Like you might yeah. get like a sponsor here too. And that's where, mm-hmm. that's where stuff really comes in. Once you get yeah. sponsored, that's mm-hmm. where you can really start making some money and like possibly thinking of it as a career. Would you, so like talk about, how about you talk about that? Like, so would you graduate, you graduate, would you graduate from college for for the people who don't know um, information technology, gaming and simulation. So I programmed video games for five years. So like you could go to a dev and like start creating. I could, but is that what I want to do? Absolutely not. It was the, you don't want to do no, absolutely not. It was, it was doing that for four years. Like I got to that fourth or um, it was the first year I switched me, but uh, doing that for four years, it, it made me realize what I do and do do and do not want to do for the rest of my life. That's good. And sitting and like I could sit at a desk and do all that stuff, but like programming, like I, I got to be passionate about it. So like I got to be interactive. I got to be doing things with people. So that's why I've that's why I've chosen the the path that I have because working one on or directly with people, being being the manager of people, it it it's more of what I was looking for when, when I was going to get, to get a good degree. Thankfully I took those business classes and I took those other classes that helped me gain those skills to be a good leader or manager or in, in the state that I am right now. So I'm actually a little curious about that. Do you use stuff from school? Like, have you found that 
some of the yeah. stuff you learned in the business classes, like they've helped. Absolutely. Like what? Like, I'm actually like, I'm actually super interested. Like, like what that are you using? management of organizational behavior that class, we didn't take it together, but we took it at the same time. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that class, like I, there, there are skills that, that we learned from that class, like on how to, how to approach certain situations and, and stuff like that, that, that I consider every single time when, when I'm, talking to a t- talking to one of my uh my employees or something like that so like just for example like tone and just certain certain ways of approaching certain situations and the the severity of certain situations like you kind of have to you kind of have to be able to recognize those recognize those things and that's what i'm able to able to bring in and use from school funny how i go to school for five years and take all these programming classes on a computer and and then i chose a management position instead of instead of that would you do any kind of coding job like even if it wasn't in video games i would i would do it but i think it would be it, it would need to be i'd be the supervisor of someone or of a group of people okay and like monitor what they're doing yeah, I've I've thought about that because I I am super interested in that in that industry. Like I wrote my senior paper on that. Like mm-hmm. you had to did you have to make a game for your senior project, right? Yeah, I did. So the the game I made is I I um so what I did is I made a uh like a balloon tower defense kind of game. Oh, okay. And um I used some like generic generic shapes and stuff like that, but it was the it was the coding and the uh and the process like the like the actions that the things were making that that's what they were looking for when it came to that so oh, so they weren't looking like art no yeah all. that's what i wanted to do for that project but they were like well it's got to be a game so and like there there's two different sides to it like there's the programming side yes you know that but what if people are more passionate about the about the like design part of it like yeah, there's, like they're not taking that into consideration when, when they're when they're doing all that coding. You can code all day, but if you can three D model something and make it look more realistic than than real life, then it's like that's what you should go for. Yeah, like I was saying, like I'm super industry uh, are interested in the industry, but like, like if either one of us wanted to get into it, we'd have to move. Oh, hundred percent. That's that's the other thing why I didn't really want to go much into that because like as much as I say, I would want to move. Do I really want to move away from all my friends and family? Like if I moved to California right now, I'd see you guys once every two, two years. That's not what I want. Yeah. Not at all. What I want. I'd rather stay here, do what I love and what I'm passionate about and, and still be able to see my friends and family every day. Or I, every mean, I don't know of any other game devs that, aren't like west coast there's a few like, of them that are east coast. the east coast there there's one there's a few of them that are in florida too but because they they because they have like multiple spots some yeah of them. yeah like they're 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 getting it's the same way that movies do it like they'll get companies from all over the united states to to work on work on the graphics and stuff like that well because i know uh i know rockstar has an uh, office in new york mm-hmm. and i thought about that hell I, uh, last, actually it would have been for the summer that just passed last November or last October. I applied to Bungie for oh, an internship. Yeah. Didn't get it, but, <laughs> but you know, like I would, I would love to find a way into that industry. And honestly, with the skill sets that I have mm-hmm. and what I did in college, I think what we're doing right now with the podcast is probably the best way to do it. Yeah. Honestly, like it's the best way I can get an avenue in there unless I can somehow, somehow get like some sort of like social media internship with one of them. But either way, like I said, you'd have to move. You know yeah. What I mean? Yeah. But I'd be like, I'd be so down to go fucking packs. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. That'd be awesome. Like we should exactly. do that once this whole Corona shit's over. Yeah. Like I would love to go to packs or E3. Like that'd be dope. That'd, that'd be so cool. I completely agree with that. And then um, maybe maybe next next year, I think, or I think they pushed it to twenty twenty two. But um, I think uh, maybe the next time D twenty three comes around, we could uh, maybe hit that up. Oh, you want to do the Marvel Expo? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. biggest. Fu- you literally are probably the biggest fucking Marvel fan I know. Absolutely. I don't know anybody else that is as big a fan as you. Like there, 
That that's another thing that I've been wanting to kind of do is I, I just don't have like the the experience in it, but like making YouTube videos and stuff like that on these updates that you kind of get every so often with uh, like on like pe- people make Twitter updates and stuff like that. But e- just having some sort of influence on on YouTube or something like that with updates and talking about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I would love that. But yeah, and that's that's why I think this whole thing with Twitch and YouTube is so interesting because there are so many people that do it and you would think that would like scare you away. You think that would like shy you away, but it really comes down to if the person likes you or not, Mm -hmm. because if they like you, they're going to prefer you over someone else. So it's like, it it might seem like that's like so hard to get into, but like it's there if you can continue up with it and you can be consistent. Like it's, it's just such a better, in my opinion, it's just such a better avenue towards making money than Mm -hmm. the classic way. Yeah. Like it's not something you need to go to school for four years for. It's not something you could do it literally. You you could do it as, as a goddamn teenager in high school on the side. You could, if you have the talent for it and you like learn to keep doing it. And besides like, if you stick with like one of those like normal jobs, like I know you work at target right now. Like what's your normal shift? Uh, like nine 30 to six. So is that like a, just like off the top of my head, is that like about eight hours? Eight and a half hour shift. Yeah. Eight and a half. So, and then you sleep for, let's say, seven and a half, eight mm-hmm. hours. That's like two thirds of your life, two thirds of your day mm-hmm. gone. Yeah. But if you get a job like this where you can work whenever, yeah, you just have time. And it's like, that's why it's so popular because like these companies, they, they just, they hold you to that nine to five or that nine 30 to six or whatever. And it's just, you don't have time. It to just do doesn't feel else. right. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't feel right at all to me. Mm-hmm. I can agree That's with why that. I'd love to continue doing this and continue doing this kind of stuff. But you know how it is. You got to keep going. You got to keep trying. You got to be consistent. You got to do that along with what you're doing currently. And that's how yeah. you got it. It's the grind. It really is. Well, I got to find a new fucking job. I have to just why? so I can make livable money because with like, I mean, I make money with DoorDash, but not livable money. You know what I mean? Because once this Corona stuff's over, I got to start paying my loans again. Mm-hmm. I got to start paying rent again. Like I gotta, I gotta find something more permanent. Um, I don't know what I'm gonna do yet. I don't know. It's all up in the air. But yeah, biggest Marvel fan I've ever met. Yeah. Let's talk about that. You want to talk, talk about, about that? Yeah, let's let's what do that. Wanna, okay, no, actually, you, you gotta ask the questions, bro. You're interviewing me. Yeah, I know where we can start. Do you remember that theory video I sent you? What the Thaddeus Ross one? Yeah, with the Dark Avengers. Yes. Yeah. What it's do you, like, I, I mean, I don't see, that's the thing. Like I'm a fan, like to the point where like, I'll watch all the movies and I've seen all of them and I know how like everything connects and shit, but like, I don't know anything about that. Cause that's like, they're, they're taking stuff from the comics. Like I know nothing about that. Like, do you know so anything about that? Just think of it like, yeah, I know, I know the comics. So think of it like this. So the normal comics, earth 616, like that's the universe. Like that's, that's what we're going off of. So Think of the Marvel Cinematic Universe just being another version of a, of the comics, like because it's technically Earth one thousand or one million nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. So just think of it that way. So, the, granted, they're not all gonna be all gonna be taken exactly from the comics or anything like that. But what you what you can do what, what's great about it is that they're all intertwined in that they're all kind of they all have some sort of meaning to the overall goal which is just having some sort of interconnectivity and being entertaining just as comics were when when we didn't have fucking TVs and big ass movie theaters and stuff like that you know yeah i thought you were going to i thought you were going to keep going no 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 i was, uh, okay. I was hoping you would say something next <laughs> Um, you know what I did see that was really exciting because this is probably the one thing I'm probably most excited about out of yeah. the three shows coming out. Okay. WandaVision is coming out in November. December, but is it oh it's December? December, yep. Well, thanks for fucking correcting me, dude. Jesus. Well, do you want to be wrong no, or do you want to be <laughs> do you want to do you want to state it or do you want to be wrong? But yeah, no, uh there are there there's definitely more than more than three. I know I've told you this already, but um, the ones that are going to be coming out within the next, within the next uh, year. Yeah. So it's funny how they, how they're currently shifting, shifting all these movies and all these things around. So 
you notice how when Black Widow got pushed back that the Falcon Winter Soldier kind of just delayed, didn't get. So, well, cuz they're all it, fucking connected, right? That. So, it it's different. So like WandaVision, take for example, it uh, the reason that that didn't get pushed back like Black Widow and Falcon Winter Soldier did is because there's not a it's not going to change anything like like the timeline of it. So, if if I'm telling you, if Black, uh, Black Widow does not come out before the Falcon Winter Soldier, there's going to be some sort of thing that messes it up. So it, it, it's going, you know what I mean? Well, I saw something online. Have you heard of the House of M? Mm-hmm. Yep. I've heard that the WandaVision show is going to be like related to that, and that's how they're going to bring the X-Men and all them into it from Fox. I think that's going to be the 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 way that they're turning it is that they're they're getting their big villains in like uh Kang the Conqueror. They're getting all these other these other big people in. They're getting the Fantastic Four back. But I think the the next step for this phase that they're gonna take is is uh Wanda being she be going from hero to being one of the biggest manipulated villains. Like cause she's gonna she the so the way that the it's hard wait, to explain, wait. but Wait, I didn't know she like turned out villain. So that, that's that's what the whole thing with House of M is is that she takes all the mutants out, right? She yeah, she takes she takes all the mutants out. But initially, it was just the mutants that existed. Yeah, and then um, they were all going, or the Avengers and the mutants were going to team up to go against her and kill her. So she wasn't making or changing reality like this. And then all of a sudden. She found out about that, and she just wiped the entire mutants out. Shit. So, I, I think what it, so the 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 idea of the show, would, from what the information we've had so far, is that Mephisto or Satan, whatever whatever you want to call him, um, is manipulating her to do certain things, like enter this pocket reality where she's controlling everything, and. Um, Eventually, it's going to bleed into the real world or into the normal continuity world. Um, and then it's going to she's going to change everything and she's going to continue to be manipulated into doing doing certain things that could be catastrophic to to everything going on. So is Vision alive? That, that, OK, so that's, that's an interesting thing that I, I wanted to point out there. So what Vision is in the trailer. So no. So the way that it's it's kind of shown in the trailer is that like, let's just say some small ass city, abandoned city in Arkansas. Let's just go with that. That is what like, there's like a bubble of that right there that Wanda is making her own reality. Oh, okay. If you think Monica, Monica Rambo who got thrown into there through like the television set, you know, like, oh, yeah, of, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. So it's like a pocket reality within our reality or within the normal reality. So I think the way that they're going to bring Vision back is that she is she manifested him back in this pocket reality, and then so like in Monica, her, like, yeah, yep, yeah, in, okay. in the in the bubble, and then it's going to end up bleeding into the normal world, and then Vision's going to be back, potentially either as a villain or as someone that could be on the or be on the opposite side as Wanda Maximoff and then fight against her. When you say bleed, so like she literally created him out of thin air and like she has the power to come to, back that way. She has the power to manipulate reality. So she could make anything. Oh, well, okay, yeah, that makes sense cuz like So if she makes it in this re, in this little bubble reality and the bubble breaks open, everything in that reality exists. I guess that makes sense. What what did her powers come from? Which stone? Uh, the mind stone. So, okay. Which is why she has that connection to vision. Yeah. Which is also why she could probably manifest out of nothing the the mind stone. That's crazy. It's it's cool. Like it, it's it's. I don't know. I feel like I, I saw, I was seeing something online. I feel like the best thing that they do with these characters is because like so many people love them and it's like, it's when you introduce real world issues mm-hmm. and like real world issues between people. It's like, that's when it like really becomes this huge thing. I think that that's people love to watch and see. 
I think that's what separates the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the DC Universe. Because, like, the DC Universe, like, they have these things that happen, like, in, um, what was it? What's it, Metropolis? Well, it's like, yeah, that, that, that's, that's one of them. That's one of the cities. One of the cities, like, in, in Man of Steel, like, they literally have the city, like, just crumble on itself. But, like, you, you, you don't ever see, like, it maybe is mentioned one other time. But you don't see it, like, like following up. And you don't see, like, actual real. So, like, the thing with the Marvel Cinematic Universe is, is that you have these things that happen that are also relatable, like, with the Sokovia Accords. Yeah. Like, that's something that you could feasibly think of, like, like happening. You know what I mean? Like, it could happen in our... In our it could, okay, yes. Yeah. Like, if, if, if we had actual people that had superpowers in our real world, that could be something that happened, so... Speaking of DC, I have seen a lot of articles and I've been under the impression that they've kind of given up on the uh, the whole interconnectivity thing that Marvel does because like they have shows. Their shows are a lot more popular than their movies. And their shows have that their shows have that interconnectivity thing. But like they have like the animated shows too. And they have these movies and like, I think, I think they're just making shows, making movies, coming out with comics. I, I honestly think they've given up on the interconnectivity thing. I don't think they did it right in the beginning and they, they jumped the gun. And I just think that they're just going to do what they want to do now. This could be a way of them, them starting over is, you know, how like they made the Joker and which they, isn't connected at all. Exactly. Exactly. And, and this new Batman movie that's coming out, that's not connected. Which got to it delayed to 2022. Super pissed about that. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, that trailer looked that fucking one. awesome. Yeah. Like, I was so excited for that movie. Yeah. Fucking who knew Robert Pattinson who fucking knew. Yeah. I know. Who knew he awesome. could go from being a, a, a weird vampire to, to actually, you know, a, a good role. No, I'm just yeah, kidding. dude, he's, <laughs> Honestly, I mean, this is kind of like breaking off, but like we'll come back to it. He's like a he's an amazing actor. He like is, some of the other is. stuff he's done, he's like really talented. He's like one of those like Andrew Garfield's, like like you see him play Spider Man, but you don't know, or like you wouldn't expect him to play in that one movie with the with the army movie that he was in, like as the like oh, a yeah, serious yeah. role. Or fucking Tom Holland in that new Netflix movie, yeah. which is actually he he's the best actor in that movie. Mm-hmm. It's actually really fucking good. It's yeah. dark as hell. Oh, it's really? Like real okay, dark. I have to I have to watch it. Uh, what was it? I forget what it's called. Um, the devil, something, the devil, all the, t- oh yeah. The devil all the time. I think. Gotcha. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. But yeah. So with DC, like they'd have, what, what do you mean? They'd have to like, what do you mean? Starting over. So I think this could be a way of them starting over. So if they kind of connect the Joker and Batman, like the new, those two movies, like if they can kind of connect those two, I don't that, think that, that, like, you have to you have to understand how much money Marvel brings in by having this interconnected universe. Like, well, it's interesting. Like, Warner that- Brothers would be fucking nuts to not try and try and do. Like, they tried, but th- I think they're realizing that they need to hold. Like, they need to do what Disney did and have a whole separate department that is in charge of these movies and, and like have a Kevin Feige or fuck it, bring Kevin Feige in and have him help out with it and give him money to kind of figure everything out. Like he like, like having the interconnected, like it makes people want to go see that next one in line to see how it connects to the other ones. Well, yeah. Cause that's what, that's what the problem is with exactly. And that's what the problem with the DC one is, is that like, yeah, you've got these things, but like if you're trying to just kind of forget that it happened, like at least try something else. You know, because that's because you're bringing in not as much like if you're trying to make money, the way that Disney is doing it is the way to do it. And but if- they're 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 not like in trouble, I don't think, or anything. I think they're doing OK. I mean, they're not making all that buku fucking money that Marvel is, but like they want to do, though. Do they want I don't know. If, do they want to do that? Who the fuck wouldn't want to make? Well, that's. That's what I was saying earlier. Avengers I think up on it. They like the standalone story stuff. I, they might have. But the standalone story, like you can only make so many fucking Batman movies before it's like, oh, another Batman movie. Jesus Christ. Well, they've all been, I mean, I don't really count. So I, I, 
I guess like the Michael Keaton ones are they're good. They're good, yeah. They're good. The other two aren't good. And then Christopher Nolan's trilogy, which was really fucking good. I I think well, they're all different. You know what? Why stop at a trilogy? Well, because he doesn't. He he had because he's a different kind of director though. He's not like he's not like the Russo brothers. Like he wants to tell a story with these sort of characters, and then he wants to move on to something different. He wants to move on to something new, like Interstellar and fucking Inception, bro. Those are such good movies. Those are good movies, but you can do those things along with doing. A, like I feel like these people don't take what what the fans actually want into consideration. You know, like if. You don't always want fan service. Fuck that. You constantly, you constantly want fan service. Like you don't want to be like, you don't want to be surprised by like the new stuff and their ingenuity. You don't want to be surprised at all. By a single person. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like the stuff with Marvel, that's all connected. That shit with Christopher Nolan. Like that's what he wanted to do. He wanted to tell that story with these characters. And then he was done. And I just want to state that that stuff eventually is going to be forgotten what you think all movies are going to eventually become interconnected with like sequels and sequels and sequels shit like that exactly i don't know you you don't think so no people are gonna people are gonna keep coming up with new ideas that are just standalone stories i just don't see how how like and and they could be good movies like the batman the joker one that was a good movie but like them being alone, unless you make a part two to them or like no one's going to go out and see two years later, another Joker movie that has a different actor and a different story. Like it, that's this shit's boring. I don't it's think they'll do that. Bro. I don't think they will either, but, but you know what I mean? No, I, I, I might've, I might, I might've misunderstood you. So I was speaking from the idea of like, not all superheroes, you know what I mean? Or villains or whatever. I was talking about like movies in general. Like they're always going to make movies that are just standalones. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah not just not just like. But yeah, I I don't know. I don't know what their plans are. Um, um, it's all it's it's all weird. It's it's weird and it's different because there was a time when it was all just cheesy as fuck. Mm-hmm. And now everybody like there's a good majority of people that like weren't always into the comics or didn't grow up with it that are like immensely into it now and people love it people love seeing this shit mm-hmm. and and now seeing it expand into something else like the disney plus shows and and getting more of that out there for people i think that's what where they're where they're going right to it's good it's all good it's all stuff to look forward to mm-hmm. did you see the the hbo max uh i forget the guy the the, the character john cena plays in the new uh suicide squad movie i i don't know the character's name i know what you're i know i know what you're but they came out with a show like that's the other thing with it is like they're still they're still continuing to make those dceu movies and shows like that because they're doing spinoffs and stuff like that for yeah oh one thing i was gonna ask you i don't could 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 Kevin Feige do that? Could he work with Marvel and DC? Is he like under contract? He might be under contract, but I feel like I feel like this whole rival studios thing is is bullshit. Like it's more of just what we think it is more than it actually is. I mean, uh, I don't know. Marvel and Fox fought over Spider-Man for a couple days, and that was like that was like news. No, and that's yes, no, I I gotcha. But it's like news. But like realistically, like the the people, I th- I feel like that we're us as fans make it more of a issue than than actually it actually it is. is. Like, actually, is because like I, there's no like obviously James, like the James Gunn example, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I was gonna James say. Gunn James Gunn, Gunn like right it was whole thing where uh, you couldn't you couldn't play two superheroes in in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and also in the DCU. But Idris Elba does does it. And yeah, granted, this character's dead. But um, what does he do in the? Oh, is he new? Is he? He's he's in the Suicide Squad. Squad. So okay. he plays a character in that, but he's also playing a character in uh, the MCU. Now the, I get why some people would think that because there's like Zachary Levi who played one of the the friends to Thor and 
Thor the Dark World and Thor uh, Ragnarok. Yeah. And but now he plays Shazam. Yeah, I think I think those kind of actors can do that. Like if they get killed off in one, they can probably switch if they wanted to. But I yeah. think the biggest example is definitely well, actually, what we don't know is because he got fi- uh James Gunn got fired. Yeah. So he might have gone to DC once he got fired and he's been working on this for a while. But what but why would Marvel let him come back then? Fucking fan outrage. Okay, yes. Because but- everyone forgot about his tweets or whatever that weren't important. And then everyone's like, just just fucking hire him back. Just bring him back for Guardians 3. Why not? Nobody cares. Exactly. But he went to the other side. So the way that everyone the way that everyone thinks is that he's not going to be able to come back then. No, he's coming back for Guardians 3. Well, no, he is, but like that's what that's what everyone was saying is like, oh, well, if you can't work for Marvel, you got to work over here, but now this is just proving that you can go back and forth. Yes. And also, Kevin Feige went to see how James Gunn was producing The Suicide Squad. There was a report on that. Well, then maybe he can. I mean, I feel like I feel like that's I feel like they're a little different though cuz Kevin Feige, he's like He's like that guy up top that makes all the official decisions when James Gunn's just a director. I just think of it this way. Like why movies movies as a generalized thing should be successful, not just one one company making those movies. So why why can't Warner Brothers and why can't Disney both make movies and then also be successful? Why has there got to be a separation between the two? I mean, I don't think there should be. I don't think there should be, but there might be. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. I don't know. I think it, like I said before, it's super interesting and a lot of people fuck with it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's jump back to Twitch real quick. Okay. Before, before we wrap we up. All, yeah, before we wrap up. So you've been doing it for four years, pretty much on and off. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming you like doing it, right? Absolutely. So do you have plans to continue and to continue to grow or are you just like going to get more casual with it for right now or keep it more casual i i think what my goal is obviously is to is to grow it but keeping it like doing the doing that grind every single day along with what i what i do along like along with those other things it's it's kind of hard but i mean i'd like to continue to grind to to make it make it a thing but I'm not really anticipating it becoming a thing, you know? You got to advertise more. So do you? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I need you to sponsor me, bro. Like, you know? I can't sponsor you. I don't even have money to pay for video editing equipment, man. We could just be like, yo, TTV at OGLevy.com, bro. Well, what do you think I'm going to do with this episode, Home Slice? Say less. Yeah. Say less. Yeah, dude, this was awesome. This was, did, you have, did you have fun? I did. Yeah, it was. It was a, it was a monumental moment in my life. Really? Yeah. It's very. I'm very honored to hear that. Uh-huh. It's very uh-huh. nice of you. It you want to plug your shit? Um. Well, on Twitch, I am Twitch.tv/slash/OGLevy. So if you uh, want to want to check me out there, um, I I will say hi if you say hi to me. So. <laughs> you won't make the first move. No, I, I I don't make the first move, bro. You make the first move on me. You see what I look like, bro? I'm a fucking stud. <laughs> you are, we're, we're never. What? We record the video. I couldn't get zoom. I couldn't get that to work. Oh man! Now they're not gonna know what I look like. Just kidding. They're gonna see me on my Twitch stream. Oh well, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. I I don't really have much more. Not your Twitter, nothing. Uh, I mean, you can follow my Twitter. But yeah, let's uh, let me get the app for that. So, this is it. This was the first attempt at a bona fide interview. Uh, it wasn't great. I think it was. I think it was like mediocre at best. Yeah, I'm not the no. most. I'm a, I'm not the most entertaining person. Like no, you're not. Like it's podcast wise, but like I think my Twitch stream is a lot more entertaining than this. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But yeah, this is the first attempt at a bona fide interview, episode one. Uh, I really want to try and do this. I want to see if I can reach out to some other streamers that um, 
maybe aren't as popular and I can help get their word out. I mean, I'm not that popular either, but maybe we can help each other. You know what I mean? It's one of those things. So Levi, I expect you to help me because okay. I'm going to help you. I'm going to tag you in right. promos and shit. All so right. like, you know, all right, help me out. You can check us out. It's not, they don't, we're not going to have different accounts. You can check us out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all at Bonafide's pod. Uh, yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed. We'll see you later. 